Hello and welcome. I'm Joanna Yunak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. The government of Quebec has recently announced a ban on flavors in nicotine vaping products, which could go into effect in 90 days' time. Health Minister Christian Dubé says the changes are designed to better protect the general public and especially young people. But it seems that the regulation is not good news for nicotine vapers, small business owners or for employees in Quebec's vaping industry. Joining us today to discuss the impact of the Quebec flavor ban is David Levac, spokesperson for ABVQ, the Association for Speciality Vape Shops in Quebec, and founding partner of Digital Smoke Supplies. Hi, David. Thank you for coming on the program. First, why has the government decided to introduce this regulation in Quebec? Uh, well, I mean, the government of Quebec, uh, just like every other government, is getting a lot of pressure from, from uh, you know, health lobbies, we'll call them health lobbies, uh, in regards to youth vaping. Uh, youth vaping uh, has been on the rise since 2018, it, although it, it has kind of hit a, a sustained level since uh, 2020 or 2021. Uh, but they're basically doing this to prevent youth uptake. And why flavored vapes? Why are these products so important? Well, that's a very good question because that's that's the uh, you know it's a very good question because the reality is is flavors are favored by everyone. Uh, so, you know, 90% of, uh, of, uh, a vape shop will sell 90% flavored vapes in comparison, at least in Canada, in comparison to tobacco and, and mints and menthols, it's about maybe 85% uh, of the sales come from flavored vapes. Uh, when, when you ask, uh, kids or youth or young adults, why they start vaping, uh, flavor, uh, is, is. I mean, there's five reason, and flavors are is the number three flavor uh, reason. So first one being, I wanted to try it, curiosity. Second, you know, peer pressure, and third being flavors. Um, so I think I think they're they're using the easy approach, ban everything. Uh, but the reality is is accessibility, um, enforcement of current regulation. Those should be things that, that are put forward, not uh, an outright ban on flavors. So what impact would this regulation have on vape shops or retailers? Well, look, I mean, vape shop, uh, if, if they lose 85% of their product assortment, uh, they're either destined to uh, fail uh, and close their doors, or they will have to adjust and, you know, add various product to their, their assortment. Uh, convenience stores, for instance, are not so much at risk because they do sell other products. Um, a vape shop in Quebec is categorized as a vape shop. Therefore, you can only sell vape products. Uh, if, if you want to sell something else, you have to change the category of store you're in and you have to hide 
every vaping product you have in the store. So, uh, so it's a big challenge. Uh, but I mean, realistically, you know, there's no borders between Quebec and Ontario. People can still get their product online. Sorry, people can still get their product online. So I think that, um, you know, it's going to be very hard for people to keep their store, their, their doors open. Are there any routes to stop the regulation? Well, currently uh, there is a, um, a website uh, that's been put together uh, that generates letter uh, for that uh, consultation period. So basically uh, what, what we do is we let people answer a few questions and we mail those letters. Previously, you could send your comments by email. Uh, we've done various email campaign in the past. So now they said uh, we take those letters by mail only. So we've, uh, you know, helped consumers uh, send their comments by mailing uh, those letters for them. Many nicotine vapors who rely on flavored products to stay smoke-free will lose access to these products. Will the black market increase because of this? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, it, you know, in, in Canada, we've already had uh, we've had a, a few set of several uh, a few sets of, of regulations federally, um, whether it's nicotine cap, whether it's uh, now we have excise tax. Uh, there's also, um, you know, uh, packaging regulations, etc. Uh, and you don't have to go very far to find products that do not have excise stamp uh, sell uh, levels of nicotine above the 20 mg. Uh, you know, we we do have a flourishing black market, and we also have somewhat of a gray market, which is the the natives reserve, uh, and these guys are exempt from uh from laws or not really exempt but there's no enforcement on the native reserves so uh you know there's there's videos circulating of um stores filled to the brim with uh 50 mg uh non-excise product so that's already in place obviously it's just going to fuel that market even more so are there any other products that people can start using instead um if your question is uh you know can can quebec come up with their short fill and diy and things like this i mean yeah to some extent but you know with, with the recent um rise of of disposable uh it, it shows how customers they want it easy you know they don't want anything complicated i mean a, a disposable is much more uh, expensive than just buying a bottle of e-liquid and consumers uh, make the choice of spending more money for the convenience. So uh, there are possibly people looking at loophole and trying to figure out what they could do. And, and but the reality is I, I do not think that there's going to be mass adoption of those, pro of those products, even more so based on the fact that you can buy online throughout Canada. Uh, it's not like it's difficult to find the product. You do, uh, you go online and you find a shop in Ontario or anywhere else that will ship to you and, and that's it. I mean, technically uh, that's also great, but there's no enforcement. 
So the same way there was no enforcement for people selling to, to minors or, or minors selling uh, inside their school, uh, there's very little enforcement for cross-border selling. The head minister announced the decision last month. At what stage is the ban and when will it come into effect? Well, currently it's going um, through a, a, a comment period. Uh, it's not a, 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 con a it's not a like a regular consultation as when they, they present the new um, new regulations in Quebec they have to go through a, a consultation period this is not it this is a period that's open for comments so um, people from Quebec have 45 days to uh, give their opinion on that the, the new uh, regulations and from then uh, from there they should be analyzing the response uh, and either move forward, adjust, or um, and that, that's going to be it. So the next step would be uh, the second gazette, uh, and then the regulation would come into effect in 90 days. David, final question to you. What are your personal views on this ban and how it will affect a vaping community in Quebec? My personal feelings. Uh, it's... I, I, I'm kind of lost for words, to be honest. I mean, to see to see uh, government people we've elected uh, to just make blank statement across, not looking at both sides of the coins and and analyzing and trying to come up and and even discuss. You know, the reality is is uh, none of these guys uh, making those decisions have visited vape shops i've seen those customers and i've talked to those customers and and, and you know it, it's fueled by media it's fueled by um you know i mean it's hypocrisy i mean in canada cannabis is legal the the state-owned cannabis store sells flavored product and and, and 27% of, of there, there is a bigger problem of, of cannabis consumption in Canada with youth than there is with vaping. And, and cannabis is a lot more harmful than vaping. Um, and 27% of those kids say that they get it from those stores. Uh, you know, province uh, ran stores. Um, and yet it's, it's a non-issue, right? I mean, we, we, uh, if, if they could do it with cannabis in a um, age-verified store, why can't we do it with vaping? You know, the big increase uh, with youth vaping came out in 2018, which is when the federal regulated. Uh, and then basically they just let the wolf loose with the sheeps. You know, big tobacco came in, sold to every convenience store. We went from, in Quebec, we went from approximately 400 point of sale to about 8,000. So with no enforcement or very little to no enforcement, uh, you know, it, it was due to happen. Like it was, it was bound to happen. So, uh, and now instead of looking at what they did and see how they can correct 
they're just going to ban the whole thing and, and putting a lot of businesses uh, out of business and leaving consumers um, stranded. You know, you're going to force some people to go back to tobacco flavors. Uh, some of them will, some of them will go back to smoking. Some of them will buy black market, not knowing exactly what they buy, uh, or they'll go back to and buy online and we'll give our revenues to other provinces. I mean, it's, it's totally ludicrous. So, um, how I feel, uh, I feel a little bit of shame, uh, by our government, um, and a little disgusted. Thank you, David. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our GFN TV podcast. And don't forget to register for the Global Forum on Nicotine Conference taking place in Warsaw from 21st to 24th of June. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.